If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success and this is episode number 35 and I'm really gearing up to heading off to Dallas in two weeks time, two weeks on Thursday in fact, where I'll be speaking on a panel at the Podcast Movement Conference, which is the first ever worldwide conference for um, podcasters. So I'm so excited, not just to be um, not just to be going to the conference, but to, to actually have been invited to um, speak on a panel. And I'll be talking about social media and uh, prom- how to promote a podcast on social media. I'm also having a day, um, the day before the conference, with um, the person who taught me how to do podcasting in the at the very beginning, and that's Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answer Man. And I have huge admiration for Cliff. He His Podcast Answer Man show is up to about 376 episodes now. And he's also, he's recorded countless other podcast shows as well. I mean, just take a look at uh, at the link that I'll put on the show notes. I mean, this, this guy just rocks podcasting through and through. One thing I'm going to be talking about while I'm at the conference is whether it's something that vacation rental owners and in particular agencies should be doing. Is this something that we can all use to take our businesses to the next level? And having been doing this for myself for quite some time, I can tell you this is not a difficult thing to do. After the first expense on the equipment, and you know, you, you, you don't need a huge amount, just, you know, I'm just using a computer, a small recorder, and and I've got a good microphone. That's really important. And, and I do have some other bits and pieces that perhaps are not necessary, but uh, I went out and bought at the beginning. But in general, it's an economical setup, takes no more than perhaps two hours of your time each week to do an interview, do the editing, publish the podcast. And it's quite amazing what the impact can be. It's been amazing for me. Quite interesting that I've been talking to a fellow podcaster recently who is um, a guy named Brian Williams, and he's a firefighter from Kansas City and his podcast is about to be launched and it's called Vacation uh, Family Vacations Unplugged and he's talking to people around the world about um, different areas where families can go on vacation and we've sort of been discussing discussing the symbiosis between you know his what he's doing and what we're doing here and wouldn't it be great if he could talk to people who run vacation rental agencies or even people who have just a private property that they are advertising, but they know a lot about their area and what guests can do when they're there. So, um, so I've said to Brian that, you know, once he gets his podcast up and running, I'll send him some referrals to some people that perhaps he could interview for his podcast. So if you're out there and you'd like to 
be interviewed on um, on a podcast, and that's mine included, just give us a shout. You can email me at heather at cottageblogger.com and um, we can discuss it and I can refer you. Let's move on to today's topic, which is the Vacation Rental World Summit. Now, for those of you who've listened to previous podcasts, you're probably going, oh my goodness, not again. We, we heard about this just about in every episode from March through to June because I was promoting it madly. Today, talking to Antonio Bortolotti about how the summit went. We're going to be talking about some of the statistics on who attended, uh, how many comments there were, what the sort of engagement was like. And I'm also going to be asking him what he learned from the summit. He's going to be telling us about uh, some of the actionable points that he learned and that he's now applying in his own um, vacation rental property. Just before we start, I just want to read a testimonial that uh, Antonio received from uh, a somebody who watched the summit over the weekend of June 13th to 15th. And this testimonial is from a lady called Lisa Haas-Smith from a property called The Lark at, uh, and it's um, Outer Banks, an Outer Banks property. And she said, I got so much out of the Vacation Rental World Summit. I utilized the break times between sessions to improve all my marketing. In three days, I had started Google Plus and Pinterest pages, revised my canned inquiry responses and drafted my first bespoke reply landing page. I also made extensive revisions to my website to put the information my guests want front and center. And that's just my marketing. There's much more on my to-do list for decorating and photos, property enhancements, business model, and planning for my next VR purchase. My biggest takeaway is the fact that people in this industry will not survive if they don't adapt. And she credits that to Wendy Shand of Tots to Travel. And she finishes up by saying thanks to you, Antonio, and all the presenters. Well, that says it all, really. It was an amazing event. For those who missed it, I wanted this opportunity to come back to Antonio and uh, and just take a look at what the event was like, what he learned from it. And then at the end, we're going to talk about what's in the future. Hi, Antonio. Fantastic to talk to you again. Hi, Heather. Great uh, being again on board with you. <laughs> so have you had some time to, well, have you been able to take some downtime since the, uh, the summit in June? Because here we are sort of, uh, well, it's six weeks later now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I needed some time to chill out. And I must say that I really unplugged from everything for a while. So it was a great experience. And now I'm ready to start again. Well, before you start again, I thought it would be great to just catch up with you and and just talk through uh, your thoughts about the event itself, what you learned from it, and and what you're taking forward, really. So let's start with some stats. What tell me how many people viewed the um, Vacation Rental World Summit over that weekend? Well, over 15,000. I don't have the exact number here, but it's something like 15,600 and something. So that was the, 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 the eyeballs that were there over the weekend. So that makes for over 5,000 people a day. 
that well, was pretty impressive. That is that that is hugely impressive. Certainly worth all the build up and and the promotion that uh, that every what everybody did. You're not not only your twelve industry experts, but uh, but the the tasters leading up to to the summit and that that was just a, just a terrific move to do that because I talked to so many people beforehand and they said they'd watch these and it it really motivated them to come along over the weekend it was pretty interactive as well i know i know from my session that while my session was on i was interacting with people who were who were watching it which was absolutely amazing and then did so afterwards in the forum how engaging did uh, did people find that it was very engaging and i'm glad you just mentioned the forum because we made a little mistake uh, which i apologize for uh, uh, during the summit and it was the fact that uh, um, I, I, I tried to think about everything, but of course I couldn't really think about everything. And one of the things that people were asking was a direct link to the, 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 the freebies, the free materials that all of us speakers gave uh, before the summit. So just here to remember uh, for those that are uh, listening right now, if they go to the forum uh, in, of Vacation Rental World Summit, there's a thread that I opened up where there's the name of each one of the speakers on board. And by clicking there, that name, they can access the bio page of each one of the experts and uh, get immediate access to the downloadable item that uh, almost uh, every expert um, uh, released uh, for the audience. So I think this is something that together with the actionable tips that uh, we can talk about today might be useful for uh, all of your listeners. Excellent. I'll put, you know, obviously we're going to have a an extensive show notes for this yeah. episode and and I will make sure that that link is on there as well. So for those who didn't get to see the summit over the weekend and perhaps those who've who've come along they've never even heard of it. Um I I you you've got to be a little bit remote and perhaps unplugged not to have heard you know if you're if you're interested in the vacation rental industry somehow the 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 summit would have come across your radar i'm pretty sure in the months leading up to it but let's say somebody's just bought their first vacation rental home and they they've tuned into vacation rental success they've listened to a couple of episodes and they're really curious about this, I thought that uh, that we'd briefly go through each of the experts as far as we can, and um, and ask you to pick out an actionable tip, something that you got from each of those um, presentations. Um, maybe it's something that you've already put into practice at uh, at your own property, um, mm -hmm. or it's something that you just think that is just so powerful you want to share. So, how does mm -hmm. that sound? Yeah, actually, to begin with, I would start with my with my own session because I opened up the summit, and in my own session, I just explained how to convert up to eighty percent inquiries into solid bookings uh, with a unique email and a striking communication technique, and that was because I just talked about two rules that, in my view, are fundamental. Uh, the first one is the speed of reply, and there are statistics everywhere. I showed them uh, some of them during the summit that say that the sooner you reply, the higher your conversion rate. 
But I also pointed out that uh, the way you reply really makes a difference in the conversions that you get. And uh, I just showed uh, my own system that I put in place uh, over the years, which works like magic, because basically I have uh, a, an interactive reply and also a, a, a reply that uses lots of media and actually uses lots of the triggers that you explained so well, both in your session and uh, in uh, your book on hypnotic language, which, by the way, I, I just finished reading and I thought it was just fantastic. Thank, and thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, as, as you, you can tell from that, I'm, you know, something I'm quite passionate about. But uh, so, so you actually feel that the communication te techniques are as important in your initial email as they are in a listing? Of course, absolutely, absolutely. They are both in a listing, but also... Uh, in the way uh, you reply to your guest after the... Because if you think about the fact that when they're, they're sending you uh, an inquiry, they're probably doing the same thing with uh, 5, 10, or 15 other properties at the same time. So, of course, the speed of reply there is essential. The sooner you get in front of everybody else, the higher you have chances to grab your their attention. But then... Uh, um, the way that you reply. And if you, you said so nicely in your book that 60% uh, people are visuals and 20% uh, statistically worldwide are, uh, or, 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 what do you say, audi audible? Audi auditory. Auditory, yes, sorry about that. Um, auditory and the 20% uh, kinesthetic and... Um, if you stop and think about that for a moment, the majority of us is visual. So what uh, catches our eyes, and like, like now I'm saying something probably visual, saying catching the eyes, um, is images. Uh, and that's why we hear all the time that uh, great photos of your picture, of your property, make a difference and it's pretty it's i mean it's it's obvious because if you think to yourself when you look at a, pictures of properties which one are you going to choose the ones that look dark and gloomy or with very poor and basic uh, uh furniture or those that are shiny bright that communicate the sense of happiness or that make you feel comfortable that make you wish that you would like to be there in mm -hmm. that environment and then the second thing was moving one step beyond and I mean an image is static so a video is dynamic and uh, while it's harder to get good videos uh, than, uh, than having a great photo a video though can convey a lot more feelings than uh, an image can in my opinion and that's why in my sequence in my response sequence i use videos a lot too i have a video of myself introducing the property then i have video testimonials of my guests because that gives trust and creates that reassurance that uh, makes the prospect feel comfortable they can uh, choose us over our competition because they hear from a third party what the stay at our property was. And then we have the, the, the call to action, a book now button, uh, 
uh, and uh, a few other things that I'm not going to explain here. Otherwise, I'll focus all on my session for the whole for the whole call. But uh, definitely, these are some takeaways that uh, I got quite a lot of feedback, and uh, I was very happy to hear that uh, a lot of people were very inspired by by my session and were just like immediately writing down a template like mine, uh, trying to do the videos, trying to sequence everything the way I explained. And uh, some of them even wrote me that they were having results already. There's actually um, a person that said that the first thing I have here, um, a, a testimonial from uh, from a lovely lady that said, uh, after the session on Sunday, I immediately sat down and composed an email to all our guests from last year with lovely pictures of new things at the house, including a new boulder fire pit. One actually called me about setting up some times and got back four other replies via email as well. Time very well spent. So it's good to know that people just didn't just sit and listen, but they started working right away and saw the results. That's a key to a, a, any great conference, isn't it? Is that you can put things in, it's not all just theoretical, it's these things that you can put into practice straight away. And your session was absolutely amazing. And thank you for those tips from it. Now you've been talking about images. So I've, I, you know, I've seen some of the stuff that Sandra Hamilton has, has done and, um, what takeaway did you get from Sandra's session? Oh, well, Sandra was talking about uh, how to give your property a stunning look with very little effort, lots of fun, and in a truly cost-effective way. So those are the takeaways that I just uh, I, I took from, uh, from her session. I mean, she just explained how with the right colors, a little bit of paint, uh, and then uh, focusing on a few um, objects that you put in every room, uh, you can give your contribution to create an atmosphere that, uh, that, com- that, that brings up the energy of the place. And uh, so um, that was something that I found quite inspiring. We talked about Pinterest uh, uh, as a way of getting inspiration for free uh, online uh, uh, for ideas to 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 make your property look nicer, and uh, so these are the first things that I would think about uh, when uh, when going back to hair session. Yeah, you you make a great point about Pinterest. I think people still think of of Pinterest as. Um as something that um, that that people do to put up pictures of of shoes and bridal stuff and maybe a few recipes, but I use Pinterest all the time to get ideas. And my own Pinterest, I, my own, I've got a Pinterest board that's just called Staging Vacation Rentals, mm-hmm. and I've put the stuff on there, and I still go back to it over and over again every time I want to do something a bit different in one of my bedrooms or in the kitchen or in the dining room or stage up a dining table. I go back to that Pinterest board. So, and there's there's tons of them out there. So, yes, yeah. Sandra, you know, just um, yeah. obviously, I'm going to put links to um, some of Sandra's stuff on the um, uh, on the show notes, so people can go back and have a look and see what she's done. So, uh, the one thing I loved about your um, your own property website, Antonio, is that you do exactly that. You do focus on some of the um, just the very individual accents, perhaps just a, t- a tile in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
or mm-hmm. or just a you know tiniest little piece that makes up the whole of the property and mm-hmm. and it's just an a, an image a photograph taken of that and i find that very um uh, very exciting how how you've you've done that yeah because usually uh by focusing on details you can focus the attention of your prospect uh, on something that would normally go unseen or unheard. But uh, this means, though, that the details must be uh, good details. Because, Mm -hmm. as you said, I focused on a tile, but there is tile and tile. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yes. I I, I think focusing on a plane... A plain white tile is not going to do the job. Exactly. exactly. But so you know, I if it's if it's something colourful and it's antique or um, the Mexican type of of look, then then yeah. absolutely. I know. I'm just going to skip over um, um, Steve just for a minute because we we're going to mm-hmm. talk about Steve Sassman next. But because we're talking images, I'm just going to skip over that and just go straight on to um, what we got out of Tyann's Tyann Marsinks session about how to take great photos of your property um and and she talks about six easy steps now i know the one thing when i talked to tyan in our interview uh, earlier this year she gave me one little tip that i have used over and over again because you know i i probably photographed over 100 properties since talking to her um as part of my agency work and it's about getting down on your knees to take a photograph in a bedroom. So taking it, you know, so many people just stand in the doorway and take this wide, wide photograph, wanting to get absolutely everything in. And she said, no, 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 get down on your knees and take a photograph looking up the bed. And so you've got the big pillows, at the, you know, at, at the top of the bed, the lamps on either side, which are on, and, and you've got this perfect image of a bedroom. That that was that was my takeaway from from Tyan's session. My takeaway was the opposite that you just mentioned right now, and that was standing on the corner of a, a room to just get the whole uh, the whole place. And because she mentioned, she she showed at some point in the in her presentation how uh, she positioned herself in the mm-hmm. right place to be able to capture uh, everything. And also another good thing that she said is sometimes you use wide-angle cameras, but you must be careful not to use uh, wide-angle too much or you'll get a, an effect that uh, is counterproductive. And that was also pretty pretty interesting because it's true. You can see some of the pictures. You, you, you wish you could get like a 360-degree mm-hmm. picture and uh, by uh, putting passion in what you're doing, you're going a little beyond the limit of, of understanding or the limit of acceptance of people, and uh, therefore it becomes counterproductive. So that was a good way for her to say, just be careful. Whatever you do, do it with balance. Yes, you're absolutely right. I've, I've seen and I've, I've seen and I've heard from guests who've, who've seen these pictures which make a room look absolutely immense. And then when they arrive and they find that it, it actually isn't that, the yeah. reality doesn't match the photograph. You know, so mm. I, I completely understand where she came from with that uh, with that issue about balance. So, mm. so that's great. We've got two takeaways from from that. I mean, my takeaway was actually more from from what she was telling me in my in a, um, our our interview. You you don't have to just walk around the property, snap 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 every room. You need to think about how each 
photograph is going to be composed and how it comes across. So she she's a very, very talented lady. You know, I love talking to her in the earlier episode of the podcast and, and seeing her uh, in the summit as well. Yeah, and I got like feedback from other viewers in the summit, which they really loved her session. There's a few ones that keep writing me, telling me all the things they really appreciated from the summit. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to see that every expert uh, was uh, was warmly welcomed by the majority of viewers. So it's it's good because as I'm going back to what you said just a few minutes ago, one of the aims of the summit for me firsthand was to really uh, get good content. It was not just a show off of how cool we are or whatever. It was just the uh, I believed from the very first moment, and I still do so, and I will for the next editions, that uh, it is successful as long as what we are delivering is actionable, is uh, um, is doable for everyone or for the majority of people, and is impactful as well. Well, we talk, we hear all this talk about the sharing economy, and and this is what um, you know vacation rentals are about, really, isn't it? It's about sharing our space, and yeah. and and I think what we're doing here is is sharing knowledge, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's it's one of those things I think, you know, all the people that I've spoken to over this year, uh, so far on the podcast, are so enthusiastic about sharing what they've learned with everybody else. And, and I, I, I learn from every single person I talk to. And everyone I talk to is just loving the fact that they can share and they can see standards rising in, mm, in th- our industry worldwide because of it. I think it's human nature. We do need to give a sense to what we, we do in life. And when we have the acknowledgement, even by others, of what we've done through maybe applying the same the results or the outcome of what we discovered, uh, we get a reward for that. Because if we see, and we, we go there and say, hey, look, I solved this problem this way. You may want to try it out and see for yourself if that works too. And then when you get a, a, a feedback saying, hey, you know what, your idea was great. I just uh, applied it and it immediately works. That, you know, gives a, a deeper sense to what you do, regardless of what you do. Absolutely. And that's a good segue, in fact, into Steve Sassman's section on um, dominating page one of Google, because you had, um, you had a number of, of uh, people who watched the summit um, sending you proof of how his uh, his advice actually worked. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. There's uh, one person in particular who told who wrote to me afterwards, uh, uh, saying, uh, "Not well, not just one, more than one, but one in particular." She just wrote me like last week and said, "You know what? I just followed Steve's session, and this is what." my uh, Google search looks right now. Uh, no, actually, she said, try and look for these keywords on, uh, on Google without uh, the, your personalization. So do it with a, a, a third-party Google search. And this is something that uh, Steve explained in his session. So for those of you who are listening now, if you don't know what that means, that is something that he explained. And you can go back and watch it if you decide to, to, to just have a look at the summit. Uh, and so I did a search, a third party or a search 
and uh, it was just amazing. I saw on the right-hand side, uh, basically she was first uh, ranking number one on the first page of Google above HomeAway, Airbnb, <laughs> and TripAdvisor. <laughs> and on the right-hand side, there was her beautiful map with, uh, with, with the name of uh, her property. And uh, I mean, she's done the homework really well. And just a couple of weeks, three weeks after the summit, the result is she's ranking number one on Google uh, for her search terms. So that's just awesome. Fantastic. Can you, can you share that um, uh, now, that um, tip about third party? Lots of people don't know. So they think how cool that it's working great because they see their property coming up on the first page of Google or everywhere all the time. But the problem is that usually it is not so. So especially this is working, especially if you're using Chrome uh, browser. And uh, when you do a Google search with Chrome on the top right um, part of the page, you will see two little tabs. One is uh, there's like a little man or something and uh, another one just next to it is the world. If you click on the, and by default, usually you have the little man enabled, which means that is your personalization of your searches. Whereas if you click on the globe next to the man, the little man in the next tab, that's and you type in again the same search terms, you will get a different result. And that's what the world sees. So that's how you can really see how you position yourself in relation to those keywords. That that is a fantastic tip, and if uh, if that's the only thing that people get away from get get out of of this particular episode, that is just you know it, it's it's a stellar tip. Yeah, it yeah, re- yeah it really is because I I I think I didn't know that I had no clue mm-hmm. that um, that you could actually look and see what the world sees rather than what you see yeah. personally. I I used to think that that was all one and the same. Steve has a ton of expertise on mm-hmm. uh, on Google, and it's, it mm-hmm. was it was terrific to uh, to absolutely, to watch. absolutely. And his session was great on uh, also on how to on learning how to use Google Maps to position yourself on the map and why it's so effective because it helps you out ranking higher. Um, let's move on to um, Rex. Rex Brown. We had such a great chat in yeah. our episode um, when I when I talked to Rex um, in the successful owner series, and and it was just you know I, I heard a lot about his strategies for, um, for for what what he did was to get fully booked in less than three months. Um, can you give us a tip that Rex Bre- Bre- Rex gave in his session? Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, Rex is a wonderful person. I mean, I love uh, the way he he talks and the things he said. And for me as well, recording the session with him was lots of fun. And uh, there is one tip that he gave away, which is very controversial. And uh, I have never tried before because I was afraid of the result. But I'm going to do it starting from the next season, and that is picking up the phone and calling uh, the, the owners, uh, um, the owners, calling the prospective guests once they send the inquiry. He, in his, while I know that this may not work uh, in every scenario because it depends on the cultures, it depends on a, on a, on a, 
on a few um, variables, uh, I definitely want to give it a try because he explained how this simple tip changed dramatically his conversion rate. And uh, again, I've had uh, other uh, viewers of the summit who uh, reported how they applied the same thing after watching the summit and their conversion rate increased. I, I think we, we've got into this into this era really where everybody's using texts and emails and and we've almost lost the art of conversation and mm-hmm. and I think that tip is just so great when we do it in our um, agency all the time we not not to every inquiry we get in in excess of you know three or four hundred emails a day so picking up the phone and calling everybody is is not going to work but on a number of occasions when when there's a serious inquiry comes in and maybe somebody makes a comment in that in that inquiry and we pick up the phone and we just say you asked about you asked about access into the property can you tell me a bit more about what you're looking for Mm -hmm. and we almost get 100 percent conversion out of those yeah, yeah, because you start a rapport with people yeah. that go beyond the email, the simple email. And no matter how cool uh, your reply can be, like uh, maybe in my case, there's always this limit, which could be good and bad because some people may prefer having a certain limit and may interpret the call as uh, you know going beyond a limit, which is the reason why I was afraid of calling people and I tried my best to convey the best possible impression uh, online with an email, but some other people will really, really appreciate the fact that this is a distinctive uh, character of you because uh, nobody else calls. I mean, I, I mean, I we use uh, vacation rentals as well to go on holiday, and when I send out inquiries, I send like everybody else is doing for a single destination, like. 10 or 20 different inquiries, what I see is that the majority goes unheard, so I don't get any reply. Sometimes I do get replies from a few of them, but nobody ever called me. And I can definitely tell that I would, it would probably leave me a bit like, wow, this person called me, so he deserves more attention. Either I hate it, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to just... Uh, uh, deal with that guy because I don't like that way of doing things or I'll love it and I'll be, I'll be, you know, his or hers because he just went the extra mile and called me up. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. And Rex, uh, Rex is certainly using that to, uh, to his advantage. I mean, he has the three properties, the two on, uh, oh, the one in, in Melbourne and the two on, um, Ocean Road. And, He's having huge, huge success with those. I also wanted to touch on Airbnb, actually, because it was from Rex that I really heard about um, mm-hmm. about using Airbnb. And so I'm going to sort of move quickly into um, what uh, Web Chalet said about having a property website and and your experience of um of of your bangkok owner who and you're creating a website for him and mm-hmm. uh, and his use of airbnb i mean this 
I, I think I'm probably um, amalgamating some of these tips all into all into one. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm sort of conscious of, of time moving on on this episode, and I really want to talk about what you are using from people from the summit to um, to inform you in your development of this website and and how you're helping or, or how this um, this owner is marketing it. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, first of all, while Airbnb is working very well in certain scenarios and certain areas of the world, so it's perfect for advertising your property if your property is, for example, in one of the major cities in the world, whereas it may not work that well if you're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Airbnb, though, uh, used uh, some communication techniques that uh, brought it to be so powerful and so big uh, because they really did things differently. And what they did was focusing on images, focusing on big images, um, like full screen images uh, in in uh, in contrast to the small snapshots that you see on HomeAway or or VRB or the other websites, for example, and so grabbing attention, and then hire professional photographers to go and shoot the properties. So not only the pictures were big, but they were beautiful, and that's what grabbed the attention. And recently, I just noticed uh, they just released a new. Uh, they revamped their site and they used videos as well which really were in tune with uh, what I've been doing for the last few years. So what I learned about that is that, of course, it's obvious, but having your own website is essential, is vital. And there's still a lot of people out there, a lot of owners out there that don't think this is necessary. But uh, I think they're missing out on a lot of potential bookings that never get through them because they don't have a, another window on the world or a way to display themselves uh, better than just on listing sites. And the second thing is that you don't, uh, it's not enough to have just a, a simple website. You must have a stunning-looking website, a great website. So uh, I just put together these things. I am, I said it on during the summit, probably this summer I'll be revamping the site of our own properties because it's old and it needs a revamp, though it's working very well. But I wanted to, 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 to give a revamp and a fresh new look to our properties. And I got inspiration from... Uh, uh, the way Airbnb is now displaying their properties, which is amazing. And I just, I'm just working on, as you just mentioned, on a, um, a property owner uh, who actually followed the summit. Uh, and he didn't have a website, so he asked me if I could help him out. So I, I'm working on his site, which is called BangkokPlanet.com. It's still in, in testing mode if you want to have a look at it. So it's not done yet. But that is kind of giving you an idea of where I'm aiming to and where I'm heading to. So if you get a chance to have a look at it, you can write down in the show notes or in the comments your feeling. What I mean, sit and look about it and think uh, uh, what is the first impressions that you get from that. And uh, that probably will give you an idea of where technology is heading to. And uh, websites to nowadays are done differently from years ago because they are based on a different technology, easier to set up, and more impactful than before. So definitely that is something to keep an eye on. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, th- I think um, as we move forward, and, and I've often said this, you know, people get left behind. It's, it, it's just the nature of things that uh, in, in any industry, any area, if somebody's not willing to um, adapt and learn new stuff, they will get left behind. And, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that, you know, the time is going to come where if you do not have a good website, you'll, you'll get left behind. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that too. I'm a strong advocate of uh, having a good, good in- image and having a good business card, basically, because your website is your online business card. It's how you present yourself to the world. And uh, if it's not that good looking, you know, people will just probably look at the next one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at your at the bangkokplanet.com uh, website as as we speak and see exactly what you mean about um uh about having the the big images and it it's yeah, I, it's, it's immediately draws the eye and and makes so so many websites and particularly uh the vacation rental websites um and you know i make no apology for for saying this are of the handmade um my nephew did it variety which mm-hmm. which use you know in, in the past it perhaps used some free software i don't know whether microsoft front page is still going but i you still see those sites out there they're ugly they they they're not appealing that's not the sort of website we're talking about it's this sort of website which yeah. which people can i mean we can do this with wordpress yeah, uh, exactly exactly and that's what i use because i've done that pro, that website that you're looking at I've, done it on with WordPress. That's that's what I use. And if you scroll down the homepage, you'll see also there's a video in the background that I put together. And that is very impressive. Not on not just in my opinion, but in the opinion of the people and the owner of the property uh, itself who just didn't really expect anything because they just just said like you do it whatever you want. So they didn't give me any specification, anything. So they didn't know what they were going to. And that's what I wanted because I wanted to get a feedback from them saying, okay, is this the right direction? And uh, apparently it is. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. I'm you know I'm I'm looking at that now, and and it's there's a there's a little box that says find out more. Who's not going to click that? Yeah, yeah, and um, that has course a blog because that's you know this is something that was uh explained by the guys at web chalet as well you need to get a blog have a blog on your website that's your way of communicating with the world and if you do it correctly you become the local expert of your area so you can give that added value you're kind of like the tour guide of your prospective guests uh, and uh, you just deliver great information, actionable uh, things that they can do while they're there and maximize their time, have fun. And that's one more way to create a rapport and get them on board with you. Um, Antonio, this this website I'm just looking at and you have considerable experience in developing websites. And I would imagine a lot of people are going to be looking at that and saying, no way could I ever do something like this. Um, how, you know, how, I mean, is it possible? Is it possible for somebody that really doesn't have any technical um, skills with WordPress to actually go in there and do something like this? Or, you know, what, what sort of help might they need? 
Well, there's a thing that um, I, I like the word, uh, the, the, the phrase, uh, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme, because that means that uh, we all know that all these things uh, require time and effort. So while this is doable, everyone must consider that you have to uh, to to set up time, invest some of your time into studying, learning, uh, first of all, WordPress, which is not, uh, not impossible to do. The learning curve in WordPress in the beginning is not that easy, but once you are familiar with how WordPress works, uh, then everything works fine. And uh, so the answer is yes, you can do it yourself, but bear in mind that it's going to take you time. And uh, maybe you can just outsource it to someone else who's knowing already what they're doing, and that will save you time if time is uh, important to you. If you do have time available, that is no problem at all. All you need to do, and there's lots of courses and videos on YouTube as well that tell you how WordPress works, uh, and you start playing with it, make your mistakes, because you learn with trials and errors, and then after uh, a while, you know where you're going. That's I mean, I mean, the site you're seeing. Uh, I've been working with WordPress for a few years now, and uh, so I feel quite confident with it. But I also know the dangers that WordPress has because it's not all gold, uh, like it seems. Yeah, absolutely. You see these wonderful themes and you think, well, I'll buy this theme and, it, and, and I'm going to yeah. have a site that looks exactly like that. Yeah. I, I, I have fallen into that trap. Um, yeah. but, but as you say, the, you can outsource. The, there's plenty of ways. And I've, I've, uh, I'll put a link to, <clears throat> to a, a post that I did about outsourcing recently. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you can outsource using Odesk or um, yeah. Elance. Elance, some of the other... Um, Lots of different outsourcing websites out there and, and lots of information on how to use them and get somebody to do this stuff for you. Yeah. Um, but the, the beauty of having a WordPress website, even if somebody does it for you, is that they can also teach you how, yeah, exactly. how to update it. It's, we're not in, the, in those days of um, uh, Adobe Dreamweaver mm. where, you had exactly. to, where you had to learn that software. You don't have to do that anymore. You know, somebody will, can build you the site. They'll teach you how to go into the dashboard and do your updates and do your blog posts, and perhaps be on online for you occasionally if you need if you need something more technical done. Yeah, exactly, and that's exactly what I've been doing and what I like to do because I like to empower my my clients or my fellow owners to do the same thing. So what I've done for this guy, for this owner here, it's the same thing that I've done for Miss Y, uh, you know, the, the, the session on Mr. X, which was a Miss Y in the <laughs> summit, with whom I, to whom I actually did the site as well. And after I, I did the site on WordPress, then I, de- I did a specific tutorial to, to guide them through the process of making the site so they learn how I've done the things I've done and how they can do it themselves and how they can uh, uh, add changes if they want uh, and uh, how the whole system works. So in the beginning, that's what I'm doing. I'm just saving them time because I'm taking a shortcut and doing all this, the initial stages for them. And then once the site is there and ready... Then I tell them, okay, this is how I do it, how I did it, and this is how you can change things. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, and I, I've talked to a number of owners who who said, oh, I've got somebody to do me a website. My next question is, well, are you going to be able to do it yourself, do the amendments yourself? Um, because that's so old school now is is having someone do the website, which is then static because it's it's just no use having having something static anymore. As you say, exactly. you've got you've got to have the blog on it. You've got to be able to to add, amend, change, create, delete, whatever yourself. So yeah. that that was that was great. And there are there are companies like Web Chalet that will provide mm-hmm. you with the template. If you don't want to use um, WordPress and go that way, then there are mm-hmm. template-driven uh, sites that you can that that you can use. So lots of different lots of different um, opportunities um, out there to have that website and really there's no excuse for not having one anymore. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you just mentioned briefly uh, between static and dynamic. Maybe a lot of people don't know the difference and why that is important. That is, I'm not going to say it here. I'm just going to say very briefly that uh, Google uh, and, I mean, you rank on search engines because also based on the activity or how fresh your site, the content, and unique the content uh, uh, in your site is. So if you have something dated uh, seven years ago, uh, it won't rank uh, as high as something that is, uh, that is just a week ago if you know what you're doing, of course. Yeah. So that's and and that's the reason why having a blog is important. When you're having a blog and you're posting regularly, the search engines, the robots, the the co- that uh, that go and search for new things on the web, they detect that there's something new. So they can't see your website and if they find it valuable, they give a prize to it, which means they reward it ranking it higher in the Google searches. Mhm. Antonio, we we've only covered a fraction of what was in yeah. the, in the summit, but uh, but I think we you know we we've we've given a lot of actionable points that I think people can go away with and actually do some stuff just after li- uh, after listening to this episode. So very briefly, what's in the future? Ah, in the future is the 2015 edition of the summit. So I'm just going to start recruiting. Uh, soon um, for the next edition, which is hopefully going to be a little bigger. It's going to have a different format than this one, more digestible, and um, hopefully it's going to be even more successful than this one. Fantastic. Well, it's good to hear that, that there is there is going to be another one. But in the meantime, it's um, Anybody that uh, that didn't uh, see the summit or perhaps saw one or two um, presentations and wants to see more, then it is still possible to buy the the full summit uh, as a package. And I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. So, uh, and I and I and I fully believe, and I I think <clears throat> I'm just going back to one other testimonial. Um, that I saw. Yes. And it says before the event, I would have said, no, it can't possibly be worth it. That sounds like a lot. However, having watched the majority of it live, I would say, yes, it's worth the price of the admission. Antonia did a pretty amazing job gathering together some of the industry's top experts. I think that that says it. I've talked to a number of people who who went ahead and uh, and bought the package and have already made changes they've already implemented some changes which they said 
you know, just even one of those little changes, you know, that the price of that package just is infinitesimal compared to what their income potential is from making those changes. Yeah, I believe so too. And it's also a no risk uh, action because we give a 30 day money back guarantee. So everyone can just watch everything for 30 days. And if they don't find it interesting, they just uh, write us back and we just give them the money back because we just want happy people with us. So we understand that someone may not find it suitable. So we don't want, uh, you know, that kind of money because we're, we're thinking that this is no good money. That's, it's not that, ethical. Well, then it's pretty much a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I I would imagine that you haven't uh, been making too many refunds. No, actually, not. the the one percent. There's always the usual one percent, which is in line with what you're doing and is telling you that you're doing things well. Because of course, you can't please everyone, or it wouldn't be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did expect that, and I just uh, stick to it. So so far, so good. I'm very happy with the way it went. Wonderful, Antonio. I can't wait to. I I don't want to wish time away. Um, but uh, but we'll be looking forward to the Vacation Rental World Summit 2015. So I just want to thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I love our conversations. We could go on for another hour. I mean, we talked <laughs> we talk for, for 15 or 20 minutes before we started and got into all sorts of stuff. So I'm sure we'll continue those conversations at, at a later time. But for now, I'd just like to really, really thank you once again for, for joining me and for sharing your insights. Yeah, and I thank you, and I hope that you'll be on board for the next edition. So I'm just like officially asking you here in front of all your audience <laughs> to be part of it next year. Well, I was hoping you were going to. So yes, 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 you can count me in. Great, great. And also, we haven't talked about your book and your session. So you said we didn't cover much of it, but uh, we missed out on a few important things here as well. Oh, I know. And, and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we will come back to those um, uh, at, another, at another time, because as I say, this, this was just a fraction of it. For now, thanks, Antonio. We'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Well, thank you, Antonio. That was a fantastic session. I can't believe where the time went. And we didn't cover off so many issues. I wanted to talk about Alan Egan and um, Google Plus because that was um, an amazing session too. I have such huge admiration for Alan. Uh, We didn't mention several other of the... um, of the presenters. Um, so if any of you are out there listening and you did present and I, we didn't mention you, there will probably be an update, another one of these to, uh, to sort of um, talk about the rest because there was just so much in that summit. I mean, Antonio and I were just pulling out some nuggets from each of them. And if you can imagine that every one of those sessions is around about 45 minutes to an hour long and each of them is full of valuable information. Um, so, uh, as ever, everything we've talked about uh, is going to be in the show notes. So you can imagine that's going to be quite lengthy. But I'm going to put all the links in there to everything we've mentioned, all the previous podcasts, any blog posts that might be relevant, um, links to the site that Antonio is building, and uh, and a couple of the other sites that uh, that he's been involved in um just um 
yeah, it's going to be information packed show notes this week. Once again, as ever, I am just so delighted to have the opportunity to uh, be in your earpiece, I guess, for want of something better to say. Uh, it really is a privilege to know that you're out there listening to me. And I really do love to hear your comments. It's just so great when I I get to hear from from you. It's It makes, you know, okay, I'm going to say it. It makes me feel good. And sometimes, you know, I'm just do stuff for me. So thank you once again. Leave me a comment in the show notes. Please go to uh, iTunes. Just drop down to the bottom of the page on the show notes and click on the iTunes button and uh, and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate it. So thank you uh, for for doing that. That was a great surprise to me at the end of that episode when uh, Antonio invited me to be a speaker on the Vacation Rental World Summit 2015. So I'm really excited now. So I'm going to start planning what I'm going to be talking about um, then. I will go over every one of the 2014 sessions, see what made them great and uh, make sure that mine reaches and hopefully goes beyond those in the information it brings to you. So I'm off also to get myself ready for the podcast movement conference in uh, in Dallas in two weeks and my little session there. And, uh, and I'll be writing a little bit of a blog post on that and about why I think you should be starting your own podcast. So watch out for that. Once again, it's been an absolute pleasure. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh,